Hello there, and welcome to episode 45 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown, sort of, um, rewatch, review every episode of The Simpsons from the start. My name is Andrew Lowe. My name's Tim Tucker. And today we're on season three, episode 10, which is called Flaming Moes. Now, yeah. it's a bit of a classic it is. episode, this, isn't it, really? It's one of those that you mention its name and Simpsons fans kind of shudder with pleasure. <laughs> yeah. In a yeah, slightly bomb fashion. <laughs> there are figurines of this episode, aren't there? You know it's a classic there are, yeah. when there are when there are yeah. figurines made in honour of the episode. <laughs> mm. um, What's going on, Tim? What's going on in the world? Well, it's uh, it's all going back to normal, according to most people. Um, I'm struggling with that concept of normal, but uh, as far as I can tell, everybody else seems to be quite happy with yeah. it. So um, I don't know if I'm an outlier or or where, where are you with it? Are you made peace with new normal? Or yeah, I'm just sort of vaguely worried about it and. Doesn't seem like it's all over yet, yeah. but we seem to be treating it like, like it is. So, I'm sort of still not really doing very much. I'm not. I haven't dived into a pub or anything. No, nor have I. No, I don't, I don't fancy that at all. I haven't even but, got gone for a haircut or anything. Sort of thinking. Yeah, I don't really too. want that. I don't need. It's not necessary. You know, I'm sort of avoiding unnecessary things. Really. Yeah, it's a good idea. I think we've learned a few things yeah. from lockdown, haven't we, about what's absolutely necessary and what isn't. And uh, yeah. I didn't die. I followed the rules and I didn't die. Yeah. So I might, I might as well keep doing that. <laughs> That's good criteria. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, as opposed to going, I'll do something different. See if I die. <laughs> so for, for better or worse, these these podcasts at the moment aren't going to have much sort of coronavirus news, are they? Unless something really freakish happens. Um, yeah. Which we hope it does. As we say, if there's a kind of a grotesque mutation. Yeah. And, and it's some sort of like kind of slouching, sort of unspeakable creature emerges from the, is the next strain, or it becomes a flesh-eating um, virus mm. that uh, yeah that eats your brain slowly or something. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, hopefully all that. As far as we know, judging by the science, there's no evidence that that's likely. No, so, so we we um, we'll see. yeah, I think we should. I, I'm usually optimistic, but I'm cautiously optimistic at the moment. So we'll see. Mm. But um, I'm sort of optimistically cautious. I think. Right, that's better. Isn't yeah, it slightly, slightly <laughs> yes, <laughs> just a little bit more neutral. Right, now, tell me about Flaming Moe's. Well, it, it opens with Ion Springfield, Kent Brockman's sort of uh, <laughs> corner, cornerstone of his, his TV show, isn't it? Brilliant intro. This is remarkable, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's, it's got the most sort of gratuitous yeah. intro of just Kent Brockman sort of lounging around in various... Indulgent situations and then, with yeah. you know models sort of <laughs> sort of scantily dressed sort of women for no reason whatsoever. There's not even a pretense. It wouldn't play very reason. well. The, wouldn't play very well today, this would it? No, definitely not. It's definitely of its time. But even then, they were obviously obviously taking the piss. But uh, it's really funny. He's at the he's at the racetrack getting a tattoo, isn't he? He's he's sort of uh, mm. he's a proper party animal, Kent. I think. It's yeah, he's like sort of living life to the full and with. Yeah. With women of lots of different creeds and nations. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really going for it. It's almost like he's on his last week before some sort of before he's dying or something. And he's just gone, fuck it, let's go let's go for it. And I love it. Tattoo. Yeah. You know, drug bath with Japanese women feeding me sushi. Um, <laughs> it's just for like a local T V slot, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit Alan Partridge, isn't it? It's in, a, in a weird sort of way, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. There's a bit of Alan Partridge about it. It's sort of slightly over, 
yeah. inflated view of itself. Anyway, it's not really germane to the plot, except that you know, Homer's watching it and obviously deeply engrossed. While um, upstairs, there's a, Elise is having a slumber party. Um, mm. And this is a... They're, they're sort of talking about Bart and one of them dares another to kiss him, which is where the action mm. kicks off. I love this moment because... Um, Homer says brilliantly, run for it, boy, when, when they come for him. Yeah. Which has become a bit of a catchphrase in our house whenever something happens that I, I feel like the boy needs to get away from. <laughs> um, but obviously Bart gets completely... Um, he has to jump out the window, doesn't it? So, so uh, he gets his kiss, but... Um, and then they're going to make over Maggie, which is a bit, bit creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so Homer goes to Moe's, basically. This is all a build-up for Homer sloping off to Moe's. Yeah. Um, which is, there's a marvellous line from Mo about how, you know, things aren't so great because people are getting healthier and spending more time with their families. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, rather than coming down the pub. <laughs> well, that's kind of what's been happening during lockdown, isn't it? It is, yeah, it really resonates. But uh, I like the fact that it depresses Mo that people are getting healthier and spending time with their families. Yeah. Um, but then uh, this is where the great invention happens. He, uh, he, he uh, because he's out of beer, Mo. Home has to bring up a drink he invented when Patsy and Selma were around one one night and they drank his beer. Yeah. Uh, and this is the... Well, it starts off as the flaming Homer, but the secret ingredient, of course, is the cough medicine, crusty cough medicine. Yeah, because Moe's run out of beer, hasn't he? And then he makes he makes yeah. it and um, adds, adds the cough medicine and then sets fire to it. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah suddenly he's he's develops this this new kind of thing and there's a guy who's using the love tester machine yeah <laughs> there's obviously just that bullshit <laughs> thing where it says cold fish wet fish um hot tamale or something yeah. um yeah. and he's got a cough and he's most slides him a, a flaming drink over and he drinks it and says oh my cough's yeah. better as well it's an amazing taste what do you call yeah. that drink and yeah. if, and then mo says it's a flaming mo that's yeah. what it is, flaming man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before Homer gets a chance to to actually claim rightful credit for it. Yeah, um, which is the beginning of his downfall in this episode. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, things start taking off for for Mose, don't they? Even though you know, with this streak of luck, people yeah. start pouring into to Mose for for the drink, the flaming Mo. Mm. There's a lovely moment actually where he uh, he needs a barmaid. <laughs> Um, and a lady, quite a refined lady, so suggests she might she might apply. Yeah, and, it's quite a meet cute, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic meet cute where they don't like each other, but then yeah, there's a bit of an edge there. So yeah, uh, it becomes a bit of a phenomena, doesn't it? The uh, the flaming mo. Yeah. Um, so much so that the whole of Springfield becomes a bit obsessed with it. Bart's at school demonstrating. Um, what he calls the flaming Homer, but uh, everyone says no, that's that's the flaming Mo, and obviously Mo's successfully um, taken credit for this now. Yeah, uh, we get a brilliant montage of Mo getting rich and successful, basically, um, off the back of this, including mm-hmm. uh, Aerosmith coming to the yeah, and Aerosmith, one of the one of the first examples where they're getting a band in who, and obviously they all do their own voiceover. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a nice little touch, isn't it, to have. A big sort of rock band at the time, just dropping in. There's a future episode with Spinal Tap. Yeah, that's really right. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, it's a strange. It's, and it sets up a really good line later on, which I won't spoil here. Yeah. But it's really good to have an actual band there. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and then yeah, this guy comes in, doesn't he? Half half Bannister from Tipsy McStagger's Good Time Drinking and Eating Emporium. <laughs> I need to change that name to offering to buy the recipe. 
yeah. for, for the flaming mo drink. Yeah. Um, I like the Tipsy McStagger card is very good. <laughs> it's just a guy who's just clearly sort of um, really bad clip art on the on the card. Really bad clip art, yeah. yeah. And the kind of just an image of a guy who's like clearly, you know, sort of dangerously drunk. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, he says, "Can I buy it for you?" And, and Mo says, "No, it's not for sale." Do you know how much of my blood and sweat are in this drink? <laughs> yeah. Everyone spits their drink out. This yeah. He's like uh, figure of speech. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is um you know where it starts to become apparent because uh, somebody says, don't they? Uh, you know, good for you, Mo. I think it's Barney says, good for you, Mo. You don't want to give up on a million dollar idea like that. Yeah, and Homer's obviously, <laughs> yeah. oh, which is a a good foreshadow. Yeah. for what happens. Yeah, very but, nice foreshadow. Yeah, Homer, Homer takes it as a kind of yeah, that was my idea, and yeah, I should be in that position. Well, and absolutely right, um, because we see yeah we see a brilliant sort of lineup of Krusty and his. Crusty dressed a bit like Prince, actually. Um, yeah. Coming, coming to Moe's. Um, you know, big cues, bouncers. Uh, hmm. uh, Mayor Quimby re- renaming... Uh, the, is it Labor Day? No, Veterans Day, that's it. Veterans Rena- Day, yeah. Renaming Veterans it, Day to, to Flaming Moe's Day. Yeah, just jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> this is typical Quimby. But then there's also... Um, there's some good, really good meta gags here. You sort of feel we're into the third season now, and it's as we said before, the confidence is going up. Yeah, and you really see Homer says something about, "Oh, it should be my face on a bunch of crappy merchandise," and you see yeah, yeah. Moe's face on lots of key rings and, and stuff. Yeah, um, and, and on um, on t-shirts that one one of the which Bart's yeah. wearing. <laughs> which obviously this is what has happened with the Simpsons, and and so there's a really nice meta gag about, um, you know, they're just sort of. Biting the hand, it's feeding them really, aren't they? The writing. Yeah, I love it. Oh, and Hugh Jackson's there, isn't he? That's was a wonderful moment. Yeah, yeah. Where Bart calls Mo and says, "Can I speak to Hugh Jass?" And Mo goes, "Huge ass." And then this guy goes, "I'm yeah. Hugh Jass." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he puts him on the phone. Yeah, and he says, "Hello," and that's a conversation with Bart, saying, "What a nice young man." <laughs> it's a brilliant little twist on that. Yeah, it's good. I like that they're still playing with. There that. must be somebody called Hugh Jass, Tim. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's now. that's a, a definitely a feasible one, isn't I'm it? Look it up. Bear with me <laughs> while I look up if there's a huge ass in the world. I can't. There's not nothing's coming up immediately. I've got to say. Uh, yeah, maybe they've <laughs> changed their name. If that's what their name is. Um, I I love that. Um, we get during the uh, for some. Is it a clear why Barney's scrubbed up completely? Have you have you made sense of that? Because Barney comes looking like. In really good shape, doesn't he? Isn't he's it like, that he's just become mates with sort of two a bit of social climbing, isn't it? Yeah, he's sort of it's friends not, with not, two sort of ponytail, kind of yoppy-ish looking. Type yeah, guys. Armando and Raffi. But it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that happened. Is it? Is it anything to do with the Flaming Moe's sort of thing? Maybe it's, it's just a clientele, I guess, isn't it? It's yeah. just the clientele is, is the standard. Of the clientele's gone up, and it's a more of a desirable place to be, not just a deadbeat sort of bar. So he's sort of assimilated. He's sort of, you know, social climbed a bit. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Crabapple. Yeah, Mrs. Crabapple. She's a bit on the, on the pool throughout the whole episode, isn't she? She is, and she's, she has a go on Homer. He's not having it. Yeah. She And then she she um, tries to seduce the drummer from Aerosmith, yeah. who, but in a, in a highly seductive pose. And, um, yeah, they're just, they're just warming to the idea, aren't they, of Mrs. 
come up as a bit of a cougar. I think one of the um, the most shocking, or near close to the knuckle bits, is when in that sort of Cheers type montage they have later, where she's got a sailor on each arm. Yeah, <laughs> she's obviously heading back for a threesome with the with two sailors she's picked up. Well, I suppose cougar is a little bit um, <laughs> a bit unkind because it's a little bit pejorative because it's about it's like an older woman who yeah. seeks you know younger men, yeah. isn't it? Um, Again, it's one of those things where there's no real male equivalent. There's no word for the man, isn't no, it? No, that's true, yeah. So it inherently feels a little bit pejorative. It feels like a sort of dressed-up version of a slot to him, yeah, doesn't it? it does, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> it's like a, a prettier version of slot, and which is a highly problematic. Yeah. So let's, let's move I don't, on. I don't, yeah, but I don't know what the status of the... Uh, you know that Cheers-type... Um, Montage. Yeah. I don't know what the, is, is that meant to be happening because or is that just some, some sort of dream sequence because she's she's basically taking the, the sailors home I think yeah. um, for a, a torrid threesome <laughs> I don't know I th- I suppose you could just see it as a little bit of a fantasy cheers-esque type thing can you yeah it's got a sort of Paul Simon type song in the background yeah um, yeah it's mm. quite it's nicely I like this the lyrics are sort of stuff like um to drink away your problems or and the problems with the wife like yeah and yeah stuff. and yeah. drink and it's just a place where you can drink your misery away <laughs> and um just <laughs> isn't quite as romantic as the idea of just going to see your friends and cheers and you know the solidarity in yeah. flight. it's, it's, <laughs> it's just got, more about chasing oblivion it's got a brilliant fight scene in it the um in that, yeah yeah it's sort of like a broken <laughs> bottle and blood and <laughs> yeah and also those two sailors, just not to linger too much on this bit, but those two sailors, they're sort of the old fashioned style sailors of like from out of a Gene Kelly movie yeah. or something. But You're quite taken with these sailors, aren't you? <laughs> I just think it's I just <laughs> can't believe they put that in a kid's cartoon that, that she... Yeah. Well the idea that it's gonna be sort of a group sex at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it just to me it just tickled yeah. me that they go there. But anyway. Um yeah, because just before this, Homer's Homer's tried to sort of make a stand against Mo, as he sort of said, look, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be a customer here anymore because of this. And Mo's like, I can't mm-hmm. hear you, you know, I can't hear you over the noise because yeah. the bar's so busy that um, customer's brilliant for him. I love it when he goes to another bar and <clears throat> a really dodgy sort of bar and the barman sort of pulls a gun on him <laughs> yeah. and goes, what do you want? He goes, oh, yeah. just a beer, please. And then um, <laughs> I love it inside. It's a wonderful moment where he gets served the beer the glass is all dirty and he says can I have a clean glass please and the guy wipes it out very briefly and goes there you go your majesty (laughs) 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 it's no wonder there's no customers I don't think he's he's suited to that job that guy is he (laughs) and it's it's only one notch below Moe's but it is pretty yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) not quite as friendly so I think Homer goes to Lionel Hutz to see if he can help him um, yeah, nothing going on there. It's we a get, brief appearance. There's a couple of nice little cameos here. We get Lionel Hart's um, Professor Fink is in there. Um, he's trying to work out the, the secret ingredient. Um, mm. He can't. So that that yeah. that remains remains a good syrup, a secret. Yeah. Even though a whole crate crates worth of um, Krusty's cough syrup turn up while he's there, doesn't quite make the connection. So this whole idea of the secret ingredient, um, what is it going to be? Um, and we get this guy. Um, from Tipsy McStaggers coming back. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, with a case of a million dollars offering, because they've been able to work everything out, but they just can't work out what this um, secret ingredient is. I think we might be skipping forward a bit, though, because we've got a, a fantastic sequence 
um, of Homer just basically being driven a little bit insane by a, you know this is his obsession with Mo and yeah. the flaming Mo's, and um, there's an absolutely marvelous bit where back at home when Marge says. You know, well, it's a good thing is at least you're making people happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he says, oh, well, look at me. I'm the magical man from Happy Land in a gumdrop house on Lollipop Lane. Um, <laughs> um, oh, by the way, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> he does that occasionally, doesn't he? His little really obviously sarcastic yeah. sort of speech. And then uh... then we get Mo in bed with the waitress, don't we? And oh, yeah, that's right. He yeah. says, no, that's what I call a happy hour. It's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's just this horrible little flat. And he says, oh, don't worry, baby. My mother won't be home for another 20 minutes. And, <laughs> and she says, no, I was just thinking about Homer Simpson. He says, oh, that's okay. I usually think about, who is it, Sybil Shepherd or something? Yeah, and here's the tragedy of the episode, isn't it, in this scene, because she convinces him to share the million dollars from Tipsy yes. Wistagger, um with Homer. And he's like, yes, okay, fine. Oh, I don't know. Mm. And so... And so it's, it's so, on the table, isn't it? It's on the yeah. table. It's set up. It's all fine. Mm. And then we see Homer struggling with his obsession with Mo. Everything sounds like Mo to him. He's reached his tipping point, hasn't he? Yeah. Basically, there's a wonderfully written conversation uh, where yeah. at home where Marge says, "Are you going to mow the lawn today?" Um, Bart goes, "Well, you promised me mow money," and she goes, "I mow, I mow." Yeah. <laughs> there's a wonderful <laughs> where he says, um, "Marge." At least there's something like when Bart's done, can we motor the movies? Uh, and then Marge goes, yeah, of course. All work and mo play makes mo a mo mo. <laughs> and then it just ends up mo 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 mo. Just incredible. <laughs> even Maggie, um, even Maggie says mo, doesn't she? Pulls out. Yeah, yeah. she says mo. Yeah, she's only a second word we've heard her say. So he he sort of wanders off, still in his dressing gown. Yeah. Um, sees laser mo's on TV taunting him. Mm. Um, yeah, sees loads of Moe's of policemen. Yeah, it's a really it's disturbing quite, sequence. Quite creepy. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. Apex Twin, isn't it? Like lots of lots of people with Moe's face, <laughs> yeah. and um, like even babies have got Moe's face. That's right. And there's a, a, a group of da- yeah daisies as well with Moe's face on it. All gets a bit trippy. <laughs> yeah. And so he ends up at he ends up at the tavern just as um, Moe's about to sign um, this contract uh, to get mm. millions of dollars. Uh, he comes out in a sort of um, a hunchback of the Notre Dame sort of type sequence. Isn't yeah. It? Sort of crazed, yeah. you know, calling down from the rafters, sort of, you know, you pathetic, misguided fools. <laughs> yes. And he um, blows it, basically. And Moe's about to sign the contract with, with Tipsy McStaggers. Mm. And he's saying, it's, I mean, it's that thing, isn't it? Instead of Moe just going, just quickly signing the contract <laughs> while this is happening, <laughs> he just watches. <laughs> just po- pen poised. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I would just immediately sign the contract. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I saw Homer causing any kind of trouble, I go, oh, shit, I better get this Signed, contract yeah. signed. But he just obviously pauses for, for the drama. And yeah, Mo, um, Homer says the secret ingredient is cough syrup, and that's it, it ruins everything. Yeah, game over. Yeah. Um, tips him at Stagger, says thanks very much, leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the the bobble is, is popped, uh, isn't it? Yeah, because um, the next scene, you see lots of flaming Mo, spelled M-E-A-U-X. <laughs> Um, you know, lots of establishments yeah. with with basic versions of Flaming Moe's on sale. Um, there's one yeah. called Famous Moe's, a bar called Famous Moe's, established last night, it says at the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's... You get the callback line where Homer falls on, falls on the band and Barney says, oh, holy cow, you just fell on Aerosmith, which is a good oh, old yeah, line. That's true. And so, yeah, and you see the end and you see a little sentimental, a nice little ending mm-hmm. and 
Um, but again, interesting that Mo doesn't say to Homer, oh, the w- one thing there's a bit of dramatic irony, isn't it? Because only we know that Mo was about to sign half the million dollars to Homer. At least Homer doesn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so, at least he's saved that misery <laughs> of knowing that he's he missed out. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the the only the only um I mean we're gonna talk about scores in a minute. The only downside I think was it ended I think they could have they could have done a slightly better ending. It's not I'm not gonna take any points off mm. for it, but um mm. I don't know, I felt like there could have been something, some further twist in the ending. But um it does yeah. end up with them friends again, which is nice for the series. Obviously it's important that he's he's still a regular at Moe's. Yeah. It's a really good little parody of bit of a satire on capitalism again isn't it a lot of the Simpsons, the Simpsons are very good at this where they just they just look at an aspect of capitalism and here it's you know taking an idea and everyone copying it and um, um, yeah. running with some sort of a formula and, and it becoming yeah. like diminishing returns the more it gets copied and suddenly you know, the interest the, mm. uh, the interest starts to wane it's also definitely a dig at the, the Coca-Cola isn't it yeah. and Pepsi-Cola secret ingredient thing yeah, I think Lionel Hutz has a, a bit of a sort of dig at that, doesn't he? He can't copyright a drink or something. Um, I think this is one of those episodes, Tim, where um, in terms of the score, I my head says that it's kind of like a nine. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? But yeah. as you were saying before, um, it's in my heart, it's a ten because I love it. And it's an episode yeah. I would watch personally. I personally love it. Yeah. So it's a it's ten it. for me because... Um, I just, it's just one of those episodes I sort of know almost off by heart. It's kind of, it's, it's just sort of, um, yeah, a sort of part of my DNA. Really, I just know it so well, and it's kind of um, just an absolute classic episode. And it's there's a couple of little yeah. tiny niggles with it, but it's a yeah. ten for me personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a ten because it's it is a classic, and it it's just so it's hard. It's funny actually going through it. I don't think we did it justice. You have to just sit and watch it. It's just joyful to watch. Um, yeah, I, I, I just find all the characterization, and we've got to say you said that Mo is a personal favourite of yours as a character. I think he really oh, comes—he yeah, yeah. comes fully to to sort of flourishing here, doesn't he? He's this. This is the episode where he kind of becomes Mo, um, yeah. as we sort of know. Um, so that's a really important step. Um, I just like what they get out of him. I, I like. Yeah, I just yeah. love what they <laughs> what he represents, and much more than I like say Mayor Quimby um, because mm. I see what they're doing with Mayor Quimby but it doesn't really thrill me whereas yeah, yeah. Mo is just funny for just lots and lots of reasons you know he's quite sleazy um, <laughs> he's very he's sleazy quite, he's sort yeah. of weirdly ill-suited to being a bar owning a bar but he still does and he has a yeah. weird we see little flashes of him doing stuff like reading to orphans and stuff and um, yeah. <laughs> and there's one that's my favourite Mo moment I think is um, where he's he mistakenly thinks there's going to be a raid on the bar and he goes into the back room and says, okay, fellas, it's all over. And they have to release loads of pandas from, from crates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just think, what the fuck is he up to? His, right. his, his schemes that he's got. Yeah, yeah, Moe's a great character. No Burns in this one again. Is this two episodes without no Mr. Burns. Burns? Yeah. And it, it's rare to get a 10 out of 10 for an episode without Burns, but I think that you know this one fully deserves 10 out of 10 from both of us, yeah. definitely. I mean... I'd say um, the next episode does make up for the lack of burns. Oh yes, it's, a, by it's a another classic. Way. Could we have a two a two double tenor? We could uh, yeah. a double hit. That's my expectation. I haven't yeah. rewatched 
Burns for Calvin de Craftwork again yet, but I'm I'm very much looking forward yeah. to it and hoping it won't disappoint. So um, yeah, I think we might have a double tenor in a row if that's what we. Call yeah, it. sounds a bit sounds a bit dirty. Sounds like <laughs> something Mrs. Crawford would be into. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that bombshell. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, we hope you've enjoyed our slightly disjointed attempt to, to, to yeah. translate the pleasure of this episode. But yeah, I feel like I can't do it justice. But hopefully, you'll enjoy watching it again. Yeah, um, but things things are changing. Things are in the world, and you know, lots of things happening. I think it's that sort of sense of slight delirium that's descended on everything at the moment. That, yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean? It's just everything seems to be just a little bit off kilter oh, in the sort of yeah. post post lockdown yeah. world where I'm well, seeing that, stories. Sure. Mm. Yeah, 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 It's just a sort of odd, an odd thing that it just things seem to be a little bit um not quite properly tuned in. Mm. You know, like a radio station that's a little bit off. So if you're not managing well, I would suggest you uh, get in touch with us. Yes. <laughs> that's that's one way I think we'll sort of brighten yeah. your spirits. Um at stay at home pod at Stay at Home Pod mm. on Twitter, um, Stay at Home Pod at gmail.com, uh, send us an email or whatever you want. Obscene attachments, it's quite easy to do with email. Um, yeah. And also Stay at Home Pod.com. Yeah. That's the website with everything on there. So we're going to carry on, you know, until um, one day we'll listen back to these and just think, you know, yeah, <laughs> an interesting chronicle of. Uh, a strange, of unprecedented times, Tim. I think you'll find Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a good record of it. Um, At least the next time it happens, there won't be every fucker calling it unprecedented times. That's one good thing. That's true. Yeah, that that will go out the window <laughs> straight away. Yeah, yeah. I say like the last like the last time we had like. Right. Okay. Let's hope everyone's. We hope you're all well and healthy, yeah. and um, um, yeah. try and keep it that way. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>